The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Wow, we've made it to Friday. It's a good feeling, isn't it? Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, September 17th, 2021, Friday of the 24th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle one. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the optional memorial of St. Robert Bellarmine, bishop and doctor of the church. He was born in 1542 in Montepulciano, Italy, the third of 10 children. Robert entered the Society of Jesus in 1560 after his ordination went on to teach at Louvain. In 1576, he was appointed to the Chair of Controversial Theology at the Roman College. He went on to become Provincial of Naples in 1594, Cardinal in 1598. He defended the Apostolic See against the anti-clericals in Venice and against the political tenets of James I of England. He composed an exhaustive apologetic work against the prevailing heretics of the day. In the field of church-state relations, he took a position based on principles now regarded as fundamentally democratic. Authority originates with God, but is vested in the people who entrust it to their rulers. He was the spiritual father of St. Aloysius Gonzaga and helped St. Francis de Sales obtain formal approval of the visitation order. He also opposed severe action in the case of Galileo. St. Robert Bellarmine died in 1621. St. Robert Bellarmine, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that we all will make courageous choices for a simple and environmentally sustainable lifestyle, rejoicing in our young people who are resolutely committed to this. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, My guardian angel, intercede for me. These years of pandemic have not been fun for most people. Many tragedies, loss of life, change in our lifestyles, sometimes for good, sometimes and many times for worse. Lockdown, isolation, having to give up a lot of things, but but it's also brought many good things 
good consequences, maybe more family life, maybe a little bit more time to reassess our lifestyles, and also discovering things that we kind of took for granted. One of those things that came to mind was the fact that we don't really need superhero movies. Maybe you're a big fan of Marvel movies and superheroes. I've never been perfectly fine to watch Marvel movies. Nothing wrong with that. But I think in a way, they can sometimes give us that impression that we kind of need superheroes. We need people that are special, that have these special powers. And, and we're many times disappointed that we don't have any special powers. And the reality is we don't really know anybody that has any special powers. So we need those superheroes. But I think this pandemic has showed us in some ways that we don't need superheroes. That there are actually a lot of people out there that are kind of superheroes. Normal, ordinary people like you and me, that make great sacrifices for others. And we can think of nurses and doctors that have been risking their lives these years to take care of people that are ill. Priests and so many other professionals and people that have been risking their time, their lives, their health to help others. We can think of mothers and fathers who have had to change their lifestyles to teach their children at home to go from being a lawyer to being a lawyer plus a teacher at home helping their parents, their children with their homework. Everyday, ordinary superheroes, if you want to call them. Just ordinary men and women were actually quite extraordinary. And to me, this is a little bit of a lesson of COVID. The extraordinary importance of ordinary men and women, of ordinary life. The things that we see every day, that we take for granted. Nurses, doctors, firemen, police officers, the postman, moms, dads, teachers, schools, how important all that is. And maybe now that we've maybe lost it for a little while, and maybe now that we've really needed them, we've kind of realized, hey, these people are really quite something. And they're doing so much good. Maybe you are one of them. I'm sure you are one of them. Because each one of us in his ordinary, everyday life can make a big difference in the life of others. Maybe just by smiling. Well, it's interesting because today in the Gospel we read about Jesus, who goes from one town and village to another, preaching and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. Jesus Christ came to save all men and women. But he doesn't do it on his own. He chooses a number of men and women that come with them to help him. 
apostles, 12. And also the gospel today mentions some women who come with them. Mary of Magdalene, Joanna, Susanna, and others. Many others, the gospel says. Men and women who were with Jesus, providing for him, helping him, aiding him, preaching, healing. And sometimes we can fall into that mistake of thinking that the apostles, that those men and women who followed Jesus were some kind of superheroes. And we look back at them, the saints, and we think of them like superheroes with special powers that we will never be able to have ourselves. We admire them, but it's like, well, yeah, I mean, I'm never going to be like St. Peter. I'm never going to be like Mary Magdalene. I'm never going to be like any of these amazing men and women who follow Jesus. But the reality is, this is not true. I mean, yes, they were very special. They were extraordinary, and they did great heroic acts of generosity. But at the same time, they were ordinary men and women. Very much like you and me. And interestingly, today, the gospel mentions some of these women, and he says that they had been cured of evil spirits and infirmities. They all had their own problems before they met Jesus Christ. They all had their own infirmities, they had weaknesses. Some of them were great sinners. And not only the women, also the men, when let's think of St. Paul, who was persecuting the Christians and putting them to jail. I mean, he was not exactly on the right path. Let's think of Peter, Simon, who denied Jesus three times. Let's think of Judas, who ended up betraying Jesus. And the other apostles who hid. I mean, it's not like we're talking about here these super amazing guys or gals who never doubted or never had any difficulties. They had their weaknesses, they had their troubles, they had their temptations. They gave in many times. Why are they saints? Why are they so important? Why do we admire them? Because even though they had weaknesses, they kept struggling, they kept fighting. They put themselves in the hands of God and with the grace of God, with the guidance of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, they overcame those difficulties. They received God's mercy and they kept struggling, going ahead. And they ended up being saints, apostles, men and women who made a difference in the world. And we see the difference they made. Not many years after, the whole Roman Empire was going to be transformed, turned upside down, a very pagan empire. And they made such a big difference and they turned it around and it ended up being a Christian empire. Men and women who were now superheroes, men and women like you and me, that made a difference because they gave themselves to God and they let themselves be carried by the Holy Spirit. You and me are called to be apostles of Christ. You and me are called to make a difference in society, in the world. Let's make sacrifices. Let really let God into our lives and and put ourselves in a sense to be his instruments, to help others. Let's bring Christ into the world. 
into the lives of so many men and women by having Christ, first of all, in our own lives. Jesus, we ask you that you come into our lives and that you use us just like you use those apostles, those men and women to bring you your teaching, your grace, your healing to so many men and women out there that are in need of you. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 16 past the hour. We'll pray the hours in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Friday, September 17th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. Time to pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. praise. Come, let us praise the Lord, in whom is all our delight. Come, let us praise the Lord, in whom is all our delight. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us praise the Lord in whom is all our delight. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us praise the Lord, in whom is all our delight. Come then, let us bow down and worship, Bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God and we are his people. The flock he shepherds. Come let us praise the Lord. In whom is all our delight. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us praise the Lord, in whom is all our delight. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. 
Come, let us praise the Lord, in whom is all our delight. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us praise the Lord, in whom is all our delight. My God, do not reject my cry for help, assailed as I am by the wicked. My God, God, do do not not reject reject my my cry for help, assailed as I am by the wicked. O God, listen to my prayer. Do not hide from my pleading. Attend to me and reply. With my cares I cannot rest. I tremble at the shouts of the foe, at the cries of the wicked, for they bring down evil upon me. They assail me with fury. My heart is stricken within me. Death's terror is on me. Trembling and fear fall upon me, and horror overwhelms me. Oh, that I had wings like a dove, to fly away and be at rest, so I would escape far away and take refuge in the desert. I would hasten to find shelter from the raging wind, from the destructive storm, O Lord, and from their plotting tongues. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. My My God, God, do do not reject my cry for help, assailed as I am by the wicked. The Lord himself will free us from hostile and treacherous hands. The Lord himself will free us from hostile and treacherous hands. For I can see nothing but violence and strife in the city. Night and day they patrol high on the city walls. It is full of wickedness and evil. It is full of sin. Its streets are never free from tyranny and deceit. If this had been done by an enemy, I could bear his taunts. If a rival had risen against me, I could hide from him. But it is you my own companion, my intimate friend. How close was the friendship between us. We walked together in harmony in the house of God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. The Lord himself will free us from hostile and treacherous hands. And trust your cares to the Lord. He will sustain you. Entrust your cares to the Lord. He will sustain you. As for me, I will cry to God, and the Lord will save me. Evening, morning, and at noon, I will cry and lament. He will deliver my soul in peace in the attack against me. For those who fight me are many, but he hears my voice. God will hear and will humble them, the eternal judge, for they will not amend their ways. They have no fear of God. 
The traitor has turned against his friends. He has broken his word. His speech is softer than butter, but war is in his heart. His words are smoother than oil, but they are naked swords. Entrust your cares to the Lord, and he will support you. He will never allow the just man to stumble. But you, O God, will bring them down to the pit of death. Deceitful and bloodthirsty men shall not live half their days. O Lord, I will trust in you. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you were rejected by your people, betrayed by the kiss of a friend, and deserted by your disciples. Give us the confidence that you had in the Father, and our salvation will be assured. Entrust your cares to the Lord. He will sustain you. Children, listen to my words of wisdom. Pay attention to my counsels. From the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord God to Jerusalem, By origin and birth, you are of the land of Canaan. Your father was an Amorite and your mother a Hittite. You were thrown out on the ground as something loathsome the day you were born. Then I passed by and saw you weltering in your blood. I said to you, Live in your blood and grow like a plant in the field. You grew and developed. You came to the age of puberty. Again I passed by you and saw that you were now old enough for love. So I spread the corner of my cloak over you to cover your nakedness. I swore an oath to you and entered into a covenant with you. You became mine, says the Lord. Then I bathed you with water, washed away your blood, and anointed you with oil. I clothed you with an embroidered gown, put sandals of fine leather on your feet. I gave you a fine linen sash and silk robes to wear. I adorned you with jewelry. I put bracelets on your arms, a necklace about your neck, a ring in your nose, pendants in your ears, and a glorious diadem upon your head. Thus you were adorned with gold and silver. Your garments were of fine linen and silk and embroidered cloth. Fine flour, honey, and oil were your food. You were exceedingly beautiful, with the dignity of a queen. You were renowned among the nations for your beauty, perfect as it was, because of my splendor, which I had bestowed on you, says the Lord God. But you were captivated by your own beauty. You used your renown to make yourself a harlot. And you lavished your harlotry on every passerby whose own you became. Therefore, harlot, hear the word of the Lord. 
I will now gather together all your lovers whom you tried to please, whether you loved them or not. They shall lead an assembly against you to stone you and hack you with their swords. They shall burn your apartments with fire and inflict punishments on you while many women looked on. Thus I will put an end to your harlotry, and you shall never again give payment. When I have wreaked my fury upon you, I will cease to be jealous of you. I will be quiet and no longer vexed. Because you did not remember what happened when you were a girl, but enraged me with all these things. Therefore, in return, I am bringing down your conduct upon your head, says the Lord. For did you not add lewdness to the rest of your abominable deeds? For thus speaks the Lord God. I will deal with you according to what you have done, you who despised your oath, breaking a covenant. Yet I will remember the covenant I made with you when you were a girl, and I will set up an everlasting covenant with you. Then you shall remember your conduct and be ashamed when I take your sisters, those older and younger than you, and give them to you as daughters, even though I am not bound by my covenant with you. For I will re-establish my covenant with you, that you may know that I am the Lord, that you may remember and be covered with confusion, and that you may be utterly silenced for shame when I pardon you for all you have done, says the Lord. The Word of the Lord. I have called you back like a forsaken wife. For a brief moment of anger, I hid my face from you. With, With an, an everlasting love, I have had compassion on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. I will remember the covenant I made with you when you were a young woman, and I will make a covenant with you that will last forever. With, with an, an everlasting, everlasting love, I have had compassion on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. A reading from a sermon on pastors by St. Augustine, Bishop. You have already been told about the wicked things shepherds desire. Let us now consider what they neglect. You have failed to strengthen what was weak, to heal what was sick, and to bind up what was injured, that is, what was broken. You did not call back the straying sheep, nor seek out the lost. What was strong you have destroyed. Yes, you have cut it down and killed it. The sheep is weak, that is to say, its heart is weak, and so incautious and unprepared. It may give in to temptations. The negligent shepherd fails to say to the believer, My son, come to the service of God, 
Stand fast in fear and in righteousness, and prepare your soul for temptation. A shepherd who does say this strengthens the one who is weak and makes him strong. Such a believer will then not hope for the prosperity of this world. For if he has been taught to hope for worldly gain, he will be corrupted by prosperity. When adversity comes, he will be wounded or perhaps destroyed. The builder who builds in such a manner is not building the believer upon a rock, but upon sand. But the rock was Christ. Christians must imitate Christ's sufferings, not set their hearts on pleasures. He who is weak will be strengthened when told, Yes, expect the temptations of this world, but the Lord will deliver you from them all if your heart has not abandoned him. For it was to strengthen your heart that he came to suffer and die, came to be spit upon and crowned with thorns, came to be accused of shameful things, yes, came to be fastened to the wood of the cross. All these things he did for you, and you did nothing. He did them not for himself, but for you. What sort of shepherds are they who, for fear of giving offense, not only fail to prepare the sheep for the temptations that threaten, but even promise them worldly happiness? God himself made no such promise to this world. On the contrary, God foretold hardship upon hardship in this world until the end of time. And you want Christians to be exempt from these troubles? Precisely because he is a Christian, he is destined to suffer more in this world. For the Apostle says, All who desire to live a holy life in Christ will suffer persecution. But you, shepherd, seek what is yours and not what is Christ's. You disregard what the Apostle says, All who want to live a holy life in Christ will suffer persecution. You say instead, If you live a holy life in Christ, all good things will be yours in abundance. If you do not have children, you will embrace and nourish all men, and none of them shall die. Is this the way you build up the believer? Take note of what you are doing and where you are placing him. You have built him on sand. The rains will come, the river will overflow and rush in, the winds will blow, and the elements will dash against that house of yours. It will fall, and its ruin will be great. Lift him up from the sand and put him on the rock. Let him be in Christ if you wish him to be a Christian. Let him turn his thoughts to sufferings, however unworthy they may be in comparison to Christ's. Let him center his attention on Christ, who was without sin, and yet made restitution for what he had not done. Let him consider Scripture, which says to him, He chastises every son whom he acknowledges. Let him prepare to be chastised, or else not seek to be acknowledged as a son. God has found us worthy to be ministers of his gospel. And so when we speak, we, we strive to please God and not men. Our preaching does not spring from error or impure motives or a desire to deceive. We strive to please God and not men. Almighty God, our Creator and our Guide, may we serve you with all our heart and know your forgiveness in our lives. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. 
22 minutes before the hour, we will check today's gospel in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, September 17th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we hear mention of some of the women who accompanied the Lord. It's from the 8th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Soon afterward, Jesus went on through cities and villages, preaching and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him, and also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, Joanna, the wife of Cusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others, who provided for them out of their means. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find all of the daily mass readings on the relevant radio app. Well, the subject is women, specifically women who followed and served the Lord. And let's face it, the first ones to see the Lord following his resurrection were women. Jesus told them, go back and tell the apostles. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. Soon afterward, he went on through cities and villages, preaching and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him, and also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's servant, and Susanna, and many others who provided for them out of their means. St. Luke tells us in today's Gospel of the work of these holy women who made such an important contribution to the Lord's public life. It is impressive that the Lord wanted to rely on their generosity. We can only imagine how the Lord would return such great kindness. During the hours of the Passion, it seems as if these women proved to be more faithful to Jesus than the apostles themselves, with the exception of John. The holy women were present at the foot of the cross. They heard Christ's last words to mankind. When Christ was brought down from the cross, these women were already planning for his embalming on the first day of the week following the Sabbath rest. The Lord made a point of first appearing to these women on the morning of his resurrection instead of going straight to his disciples. The women were the only ones to see the angels. John and Peter verified that the tomb was empty, but they did not see any angels. Perhaps the women were favored with this visit because they were better prepared than the men to receive it. The women also shared in the angel's mission of nurturing the faith of the nascent church. From the beginning of Christ's mission, women show to him and to his mystery a special sensitivity which is characteristic of their femininity. It must also be said that this is especially confirmed in the Paschal mystery, not only at the cross but also at the dawn of the resurrection. The holy women were very conscientious about telling the disciples whatever happened while never failing to remind the disciples of the content of Christ's message. They are present at the final appearances of the resurrected Lord. 
Without a doubt, the sisters of Lazarus were in attendance from Bethany on, along with Mary, the mother of Jesus. The example of these holy women should be an inspiration for every Christian to serve the Lord without conditions. Our attitude has to be to serve the Lord and others with supernatural spirit, not expecting any reward for our generosity. We should serve even that person who probably will not thank us. Every action we do on behalf of others ought to be thought of as a direct service for Christ. Truly, I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. How many opportunities to serve the Lord come before us every day? I will serve you, my Lord, all the days of my life. Help me to persevere in this intention. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. It's available at your local Catholic bookstore. 15 before the hour. We pray now with the whole church, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Create a clean heart in me, O God. Renew in me a steadfast spirit. Create a clean heart in me, O God. Renew in me a steadfast spirit. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. That you may be justified when you give sentence, and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born. A sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart. Then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, then I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face, and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God, but a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart, you will not spurn. 
In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, he who knew no sin was made sin for us to save us and restore us to your friendship. Look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit and heal our troubled conscience so that in joy and strength of the Holy Spirit we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations. Create, Create a, clean a clean heart in me, O God. Renew, Renew in me a steadfast spirit. Rejoice, Jerusalem, for through you all men will be gathered to the Lord. Rejoice, Jerusalem, for through you all men will be gathered to the Lord. Let all men speak of the Lord's majesty and sing his praises in Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, holy city, he scourged you for the work of your hands, but will again pity the children of the righteous. Praise the Lord for his goodness, and bless the King of the ages, so that his tent may be rebuilt in you with joy. May he gladden within you all who were captives, all who were ravaged may he cherish within you for all generations to come. A bright light will shine to all parts of the earth. Many nations shall come to you from afar, and the inhabitants of all the limits of the earth, drawn to you by the name of the Lord God, bearing in their hands their gifts for the King of Heaven. Every generation shall give joyful praise in you and shall call you the Chosen One through all ages, forever. Go, then, rejoice over the children of the righteous, who shall all be gathered together and shall bless the Lord of the ages. Happy are those who love you, and happy those who rejoice in your prosperity. Happy are all the men who shall grieve over you, over all your chastisements for they shall rejoice in you as they behold all your joy forever. My spirit blesses the Lord, the great King. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it, as it was, was in, in the, the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Rejoice, Jerusalem, for through you all men will be gathered to the Lord. Zion, praise your God, who sent his word to renew the earth. Zion, praise, praise your God, God, who sent his word to renew the earth. Oh, praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Zion, praise your God. He has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed the children within you. He established peace on your borders. He feeds you with finest wheat. 
He sends out his word to the earth and swiftly runs his command. He showers down snow, white as wool. He scatters hoarfrost like ashes. He hurls down hailstones like crumbs. The waters are frozen at his touch. He sends forth his word and it melts them. At the breath of his mouth the waters flow. He makes his word known to Jacob, to Israel his laws and decrees. He has not dealt thus with other nations. He has not taught them his decrees. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it, it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. All-powerful God, it is through your Church, generously endowed with gifts of grace and fortified by the Holy Spirit, that you send out your word to all nations. Strengthen your Church with the best of all food and make it dauntless in faith. Multiply its children to celebrate with one accord the mysteries of your love at the altar on high. Zion, praise your God. God who sent, who sent his, his word, word to, renew to renew the earth. A reading from the letter to the Galatians. I have been crucified with Christ, and the life I live now is not my own. Christ is living in me. I still live my human life, but it, it is a life of faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. God. The Lord Most High has done good things for me. In need I shall cry out to him. The Lord the Most High has done good things for me. In need I shall cry out to him. May he send his strength to rescue me. Indeed, I shall cry out to him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. The Lord, the Most High, has done good things for me. Indeed, I shall cry out to him. Through the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, 
The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Through the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. We trust in God's concern for every person He has created and redeemed through His Son. Let us, therefore, renew our prayer to Him. Fulfill the good work You have begun in us, Lord. Fulfill the good work You have begun in us, Lord. O God of mercy, guide us towards spiritual growth. Fill our minds with thoughts of truth, justice, and love. Fulfill Fulfill the the good work you have begun in us, Lord. For your name's sake, do not abandon us forever. And do not annul your covenant. Fulfill the good work you have begun in us, Lord. Accept us, for our hearts are humble and our spirits contrite. And those who trust in you shall not be put to shame. Fulfill the good work you have begun in us, Lord. You have called us to a prophetic vocation in Christ. Help us proclaim your mighty deeds. Fulfill Fulfill the good work you have begun in us, Lord. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, fill our hearts with your love as morning fills the sky. By living your law, may we have your peace in this life and endless joy in the life to come. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, you go out, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.